everyone, welcome back to your weekly dose of addendum, whatever that means. Um, today, Henry and I are joined by a very, very, very special guest. Uh, she is a VTuber, and so please give a warm welcome to Ravna. <laughs> Joking. Hi. <laughs> I, get, I get nervous for a second. Hi. <laughs> um okay so i guess uh to start it all off uh would you mind telling us your name and your vtuber concept my name is revna opild i am a nordic cheap vtuber from the age of vikings oh and how did you uh did you came up with the backstory or um was it your company who you debuted with um that gave you the um concept I have created all the backstory for my character. Wow, very, very cool. And where did you got your inspirations from? Um, I play a lot of D&D, so when I first started VTubing, I decided to use the character I was using within a story, or within my campaign, and she became an avatar. Oh, that's awesome. Um, speaking of D&D, which role do you mean? <laughs> which class? Yes, which class? My bad. It's been a while. <laughs> nah, it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, because in D&D, you can have both classes and roles depending on your playgroup. Mm -hmm. So I usually end up being some kind of a spell slinger. Oh, okay. Like a uh, either a wizard or a cleric, I assume? Wizard, cleric, sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, alright. Perfect. Okay, Henry, your turn. <laughs> Yes, actually, I really want to play D&D sometimes, but never got a chance to. So maybe, Ooh. yeah, maybe sometimes. Maybe. We should, you should do D&D, it's fun. Yeah, I know, mm -hmm. like, personally, I'm a big fan of RPG games, so I always wanted to play D&D, but never got a chance to. <laughs> anyway. I feel like this would be a good campaign. <laughs> yeah, Wait. okay, back to the interview. Um, so according to your wiki, which you actually wrote in your stream, <laughs> Um, you are a Nordic sheep who traveled to this world, so what made you to travel to this world? So, Freya, the god of war, actually took and saw my efforts in one of my first battles I was ever in, and she decided to send me to you guys this time. Interesting, could you maybe uh, explain a bit what her motivation was in doing that? She didn't tell me. <laughs> okay, and then okay, back to you. <laughs> a more serious side. So, jokes <laughs> aside, yeah, how did you actually decide to become a VTuber? Um, made a joke about this the other day, but um, I've wanted to be a VTuber since 2017 when I saw Kizuna AI and Sora debut with Hollow Life. Um, well, I wasn't at the debut, of course, but back when they were first starting and everything was, like, on the ground, reachable. Um, however, the technology I was looking at was, like, thousands of dollars. So I was like, well, I can't do this. And then, you know, I saw a Hololive music video. And I was like, well, there's so many of them now. Maybe I can get into it. Did some looking around, found some, found out that the stuff was now sheeple because I wasn't aiming for 3D. 
uh, but rather 2D. And, well, thanks to Donald Trump and a stimulus check, I started VTubing. That's a good thing to thank him for, I guess. And speaking of your starting your VTubing career and you editing your uh, your own wiki page, could you explain your career chart? <laughs> I literally... So it, I really don't even know how to describe it. Um, I took a, t I took one of those Facebook tests. It's like, what kind of deray are you? And I just uploaded it. There, I was like, here's the results. This is my personality. Somebody can edit this later. And nobody, nobody has went back to my page and edited it. Perfect. So, and if you have to, if you had to guess about your deray chart, it's like. What what do you think that the test? Why do you think the test gave you those results? Shoot, I have to hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Totally not about to go look at my own results. Well, that just tell you how accurate the test is. Oh my gosh! Sam, <laughs> stupid. Says I'm a Sundari. Oh, okay. That's unexpected. Yeah. Uh, so 34% Sundaray, 29% Dodaray, 26% Kudaray, which is absolutely true because I'm adorable, um, and 11% Yandere because I will cut you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> yeah, I guess, do you think your weapon addiction has something to do with that? <laughs> oh, no. I plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then, I guess I'll hand it to Camila to ask the next next question. Okay. Okay. Um, also, we do apologize for the awkwardness. We're not used no. to um, such a casual podcast. This podcast is usually very, um, very formal, and you know all the good stuff. This has been the most casual episode thus far. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, um, I guess. Uh, okay, let's get into the nitty gritty stuff. So, how do you, what's your taste in anime and video games in general, you have to say? Top two, top two. Uh, um, I actually prefer a lot of role-playing games, so one of my very favorite ones, one of my very first games I ever played was Legend of Dragoon. Mm, I see. And I actually just completed it, that again this year. Um, because I thought, you know, I was hoping that if I played it, more people would watch. If more people watch, people talk about it, people talk about it. Maybe we'll get a remake, finally. Um, and there's a lot of fans that want to see that happen, too. So... Mm -hmm. Um, but I also enjoy first-person shooter games, and for anime, I enjoy mecha, fantasy, and superpower. Also psychological. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, Psychopaths. Mm-hmm. That's a good uh, one. Thank you. <laughs> I also recommend Stray Dogs. <gasps> no, Bungo Stray Dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yes. Okay. Okay. We could be great friends. <laughs> uh, amazing. I do enjoy friends. And then, so 
I'm going to my website right now. <laughs> um, should have had all this pulled up. Anime recommendations. Uh, K Project and The King's Avatar. Mm-hmm. And uh, just just a quick question, like on the side, are you more of a manga reader or an anime watcher? It depends on what sauce I can get my hands on first. Gotcha. Um, and also if that sauce is translated, because unfortunately mm-hmm. I still only know English. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, for Bungo Stray Dogs specifically, did you watch the anime or? I I watched the anime. I see. I see. I think you would really enjoy the uh, the manga. The anime was good, but the manga takes it to the next level. Sorry, you just had to put that in. No, there. no, no. I, I fully believe you on that. Um, mm-hmm. Manga does a lot of good things that anime doesn't always capture, and right. anime does a lot of good things with what it does put out. Mm-hmm. So does I'm not the I I don't like the idea that like oh well one is better than the other. I believe that both bring out something Mm -hmm. that's that's a very interesting take and uh very interesting reasonings as well um by any chance have you watched demon slayer i've not oh okay and i I was told that you're a big demon slayer fan oh (laughs) um yeah definitely i think i think if you enjoy um the stuff that you have mentioned so far demon slayer would would actually be a very good fit um like i would definitely recommend um and since you know you enjoy anime and mangas do you also collect figurines or um do cosplays per se i've never booked up to college to do cosplay um i do have a couple of gundams though Ooh, okay okay uh, do you have a favorite Gundam or um, uh, mobile suit? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that's, that's a smart question. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Fair oh, enough. God, yeah. I broke myself. No, no, I'm broke. Shoot. <laughs> Give me a sec. Okay, okay, no worries. Uh, were were you the one who made this um this model, or uh, did you commission an artist to? I commissioned Camelia Coti for this model. I see, I see. It's it's very well made, like very very well done. Yes. Okay, okay. So I've been talking for quite a bit. So Henry, back to you. <laughs> yeah, but we said you have to commit. I would like. Me and Bro jokes that Camilla should debut as a VTuber. So this no, is absolutely a good not. learning opportunity for her. Oh my gosh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Perfect. Then, uh, next question would you be why do you think you have a weapon obsession? Well, you see. I just like tinkering and taking things apart, putting them back together, and for weapons, it's so easy to do that. You can, you know, take your weapon apart, clean it, put it back together, put some oil in it, and then shoot not-so-innocent alien races trying to invade the off. Mm-hmm. And what's mm-hmm. your f- favorite weapon? 
my beautiful axe. Ah, gotcha. Perfect. Then, what's your favorite genre of music? I actually don't have a favorite genre. Oh, then what would be the music that you listen most often to? <laughs> I I turn on a playlist and just let it go. Um, sometimes that happens to be Disney music, so now there's a pun involved. And other times it's rap, hip hop, um, scream, oh, Japanese and Chinese music. I think you and Camila will get along very well. Yes, <laughs> uh, I do. I do have a dislike for Christmas music, though. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! We best friends. And I think that's just who, due to the fact that I've worked in retail for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but okay, you hate Christmas music. Camila hates Christmas music, and yeah, I guess that makes sense. I like anime. And Camilla likes anime. Maybe me and Camilla are the same person. Whoa! Wait a minute. Inception. That's... Yo. <laughs> hey, this could That's be a good anime plot. So I actually have a really nice anime plot. If I could ever draw the anime. Oh yeah, you're a light novel writer too, right? I am a creative English major. That's publicized. That's that's really big brain. And I I do I do try to have many wrinkles on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and how's your experience learning creative English as a Nordic sheep? It's been bad. Oh okay. I'm yeah. joking. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was I I had an opportunity to finally say it. Um. It is what it is. Um, some of my classes are good. Other of my classes are like boring, um, you know. So just like any other college, you know, some professors are just better than others. Um, I learned poetry in three weeks, and my English elevated to another level. But if, but before that, I'd taken two fiction classes, and my English stayed about the same. Got it. Uh... And do you think you'll use your English skill to maybe run the, one day, like write a web comic or something? Yes, that is the goal. I think Camila, you can do the art. Hey, <laughs> and do you mind sharing with us a bit of the plot that you're gonna go for? Sure. Um, it's actually on my. So, a bunch of this actually is just on my website. Um, I currently have three episodes in now, right now. Um, each episode is about five pages. I'm currently working on rewriting them, though, due to just leaving out some information and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> the idea is to take two things I love, which is writing and gaming and putting them into one thing. Um, and with that, I wanted to, I was actually started writing this light novel when I was with Creative Tech because the CEO of Moog came up to me and was like, hey, you can write, how would you like to write some scripts and we can turn those scripts into comics or manga? 
I'm like, that sounds cool. How many do you need to start? It's like, well, give me 10 chapters. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so in this world, the idea is that Kizuna was the first VTuber. And when she came about, she created an event, uh, something known as a virtual buff. So Kizuna just suddenly appeared from being a 3D anime girl on a computer to actually living and breathing. And this is how VTubers come into the world in this light novel. Now, there's three ways that this actually takes place. The first is proxy both. Proxy means that the virtual, the VTuber, replaces the creator of it. The second is... Give me a sec. Missed one. I definitely missed one. Uh, the second one is instead of replacing them, they take and they just come into the world and they live side by side with their creators. And the third one is legend, and that's based on the idea that the it's a literal personification of a legend or a myth, similar to Kiera from Hololive being a phoenix. Wait, that's it? That's the basic idea. Okay, because I was waiting for more. Oh, that's more. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. As someone who knows how to write English, then it also means I know when to cut things off and make you beg for them. Exactly, so now I have to go and read it. On <laughs> you do. Otherwise. You have to go read 15 pages. <laughs> the horror. I mean... What, what, like, what else can I spend my time on, right? Anime... Interviewing cute anime girls? Exactly. Um... And I will hand it to Camilla oh. to continue this, I guess. Oi, 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 what the heck, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Since you brought up this CEO, I guess we're gonna go down the, uh, the rather, rather uh, controversial uh, topic. I, I guess it's not too, you know. Um, Anyway, spill all the tea because we know that you debuted with a uh, company, um, but now you're independent. So what's the story behind that? So I actually just released a video on Wednesday explaining all of this on how everything actually went down. So I actually debuted as an independent VTuber. And then I joined a company. That company went down because the... One of the co-founders left before my debut, and when he left, all of the work I'd done it basically now meant nothing because the new, the new other co-founder was more interested in the idea of making a video game rather than running a company. So I left because I saw the ship was sinking. For the second company, which is Pop, Ball Orient Productions, uh, I actually started working with Shinku when after i left creative tech 
and he helped me organize my YouTube a little bit better and all of that. But now he's been gone for two months, and now I'm back to being an independent again. I see. And uh, was it difficult um, to keep your channel running by yourself? So the great thing about that is it's never been a by it only the first few months will buy myself mm -hmm. um i have a friend from the philippines who watches all of my streams in an unhealthy manner oh, he, he's a, a friend he's a true simp oh, no. um and because i see him at every stream and because i've seen him do video editing and stuff like this i've made him a moderator on my youtube channel to where he can actually go in, download entire streams, and just clip them. I see. Because That's... I wanted to reward him for his... Dedication. Um, dedication, yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's really, really cool. <clears throat> um, and this friend you speak of, so you met him through your stream. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys didn't know each other before. No. Oh, that's cool. So I guess streaming is a networking opportunity. Um, maybe, maybe not. Okay. Well, if you actually think about it, everything you do in a daily life is some kind of a network opportunity. That's true. That's true. You're very wise. I know this. <laughs> you, you have a lot of like very uh, philosophical takes on things such as- I'm like... 900 years old. What do you expect? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I really respect opinions such as um, animes and mangas should not be compared. All of my respect for that. Um, Henry, you threw the shade on me earlier, so it's your turn now. <laughs> uh, fantastic. So my question would be, are, what's like, um, like uh, until the end of the year, what's the game or anime or anything that you look forward to the most? Halo Infinite. Uh, are they de delaying that again, or are they actually releasing it this year? As of right now, all plans for the release are continuing onwards. Um, I actually just played in the technical preview, oh. and that's one of the reasons I'm so pumped about it. Okay. Uh, do you have an embargo, or can you tell us something about it? I I, I, got, I can tell you about it. Um, what would you like to know? Um, gameplay first. Uh, gameplay, I found gameplay to be a little bit rigid, but it was probably just due to the fact that I didn't set mess with my settings at all due to the low amount of time I had to actually play the game. <laughs> but as far as weapons and how they decide to do power-ups and sprint, I'd say everything is back to how it should be in a video in a Halo game to where everything is more balanced. Um, there's no more loadout options, everything spawns on the map, everyone knows when things spawn on the map, and where those things spawn. Mm -hmm. So, it's a, to me, it's a nicer idea, and it's back to more of the classic Halo feel. And how's the maps? The ones I played on were small enough to actually have a full v full battle on, but also big enough to where you didn't just spawn and die. Um, it seems this time around they're going with a lot of more tight spaces with 
some open areas involved in that, which truly makes gameplay more evolved than just saying, here's a map with streets, you run up and down the streets, have fun. Uh, and I, from from what you're talking about, I guess you're a big Halo fan? I'm a pretty big Halo fan. Uh, and then, do you have a preference on like a specific console or do you do you don't have a <laughs> preference? No preferences. Okay. Um, and is there, I don't know, did you, was there a single player mode in this technical uh, preview or uh, it's still being There talked? was. Um, apparently there might have actually been a campaign mission or preview of a campaign mission, but I wasn't at home during that time, so I didn't get to play it. Ah, uh, unfortunate. But if it's like already technical pre preview, it's probably going to be out this year. Yes. And final uh, question, did you play on the PC or on the Xbox? I played on the PC. Sounds great. Uh, and speaking of Halo, and do you... Um, what is your favorite shooter game then? Halo? <laughs> okay. No, that's so unexpected. I I did not see that coming mm -hmm. at all. No? Uh, <laughs> surprise. No, not. <laughs> then a uh, second most favorite? Uh, as of right now, Splitgate. I've been playing that since 2020. Oh, I heard really good things about the game. It's like Portal with guns. I mean, Portal Ooh. has guns, but like Portal with shooting guns. Um, so back in the day, how they actually used to like describe it is like Halo with Portal. And I think that's a very accurate description of it even now. Um, but you know, since other people will be listening to this, get on and play. I could use some challenge. <laughs> and the game is free, I think. Uh... I'm sorry, Henry? Yeah, I think the game's free, right, on Steam? The game is free, and it's now in its beta. Great. Uh, Would you consider yourself a... Uh... Oh, sorry. No. Would you consider yourself a uh, competitive gamer? I don't think like... I... I don't think I would, because... Why I might sit around and I might play a game for 300 hours and so. Um, <laughs> I don't try to sit here and be like, I don't look at information. I don't look at every release patch and everything like that. To me, I play a game because I find a game to be fun. Got you. Got you. Yeah, Camina, go continue. <laughs> Wait, I was going to ask something. But then, like, I lost my train of thought, I'm sorry. and now it's gone. So give me a second. <laughs> Go ahead, Henry. Yeah, and speaking of RPGs, you said you also really like playing a lot of RPGs. And what are some other favorite RPGs that you have played or wanting to play? Um, I'm looking forward to the Elder Scrolls sets. Ah. Um, I can't pronounce the name of the region, um, but. I play a lot of Skyrim. I actually just got voted to play Skyrim for my 2,000 subs uh, stream. Thank you, thank you. Um, but as far as like other things, I got Monster Underworld, Fantasy Star Online, 
I'm going to argue with people and say Yakuza, like a dragon, is a RPG. I would agree. Two point. Though. You know, um, and I still got Genshin and Digimon Cyber Story on my PC. Mm, I see. Being a big RPG fan myself, I, I think I would agree with those choices. But I see also, you also play a lot of like sort of, I don't know, call them MMO light because I mean, Fantasy Star Online is sort of like an it's an MMO, but most yeah. of the world is more like um, MMO RPG. Ah, gotcha. And did you ever have any experience with Eve Online? I've heard of Eve Online. You and Bro. Keep trying to get me to play Eve Online. I don't know if I'll have the dedication and time to put into Eve Online though, so I'm a little bit worried about it. I don't think you should. That's just my personal opinion. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's now, not... such. Yeah. I don't think you should because you shouldn't. You won't like it, or I don't think you should because it's addicting. Uh, I think it's more like the it's addictive. Ah. Um, so Bro has a really good article on this. I mean, it's not an article about this. It's more about like the the recent war they just had on Evil Nine, and it's crazy. So after reading that, I'm just shocked. So I don't want to play it, but you might find it interesting. I, I mean, I think I would. I had a, uh, I actually had a lieutenant in the army who played it and talked a bunch about it. So. Oh yeah, we totally forgot. You have to talk about your army experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that and uh, your hobbies outside of gaming, because um, all we've talked about this episode are games and anime. <laughs> uh, see, if we talk about my hobbies, that's just going to be mostly gaming too. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> no, no. Um, so hobbies, I play D and D, and I also play a bunch of card games, anything from Vice Watch to Magic the Gathering. Um, I want to get some some of the new Digimon cards that just came out. Um, and I actually won a, a book from Bandai Entertainment um, for the promotion of Digimon card game. So oh, that's really cool. That's I got, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my other hobbies include obviously writing poetry and short stories and i also do a lot of tinkering so i actually built a lightsaber from pipes and wires no way yes real wow are you are you also a star wars fan i am a star wars fan yes whoa no way (laughs) henry's also a star wars fan so this one we can all I'm sorry, yo, what? I'm an Empire fan. Yeah, no, Empire all the way. Empire is kind of cool, bro. I mean, it is kind of cool, like, honestly. Yeah. It, like, I know that it, I know that they're bad guys, but at the same time, it's like, ooh. Yes, yes, definitely. Yes. Um, since Henry brought it up earlier, uh, could you talk a bit about your experience in the army? Because it's, it's rather, I suppose, unexpected of um, somebody so chillax and uh, a pro gamer like you, I suppose. Pro gamer. 
Um, so I think the funniest thing about my military experience is I was assigned to a port management team and stationed in Kansas where there's no ports. And then I got deployed over to Afghanistan back in 2012. And there wasn't a port there either. So, just saying, it's kind of weird. Mm. Um, but why I was in Afghanistan, I mostly, usually when I talk about the military, I just talk about Afghanistan. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, when I got over to Afghanistan, um, before I went, I took and I studied a little bit of Quran, a little bit about cultural and history, um, just so I knew some of the stuff that was happening over there. Uh, and then I also took, and when I got there, because I'm just a really friendly person, and knew, you know, things that would offend people, and I knew the religions and some of the worlds, I actually got unofficially promoted to a cultural liaison between not only my, my unit and the Afghanis, but also my unit and every other nation, national unit that was there. So I had to make a lot of friends. Um, but to me, it was really fun because I actually, like, I had, I had waffles with a commander of the Norwegian forces. And it's like, oh, wow, this is a big thing. And they're just treating it like, nah, it's not really that big of a thing. Like, we'll shield over here. Like, you guys take your military a little bit more intense than us. <laughs> so, um... But I had a I had an actual really good experience in the United States military. Unfortunately, though, like my plan was to go into it as a twenty year veteran stuff like that. But my knees got bad, and I decided to just not reenlist. I see. That's that's definitely a very interesting story. And yes, the, you're a very very friendly person. Um, I can see how you managed to make a lot of friends during the journey. Um, I think Henry had something to say, right? Yeah, um, first of all, I hope you didn't see any combat while you were in Afghanistan. Um, I, due to my job nature, I was actually unable to leave my base other than to be, go, be transported to another base. Okay, so no combat, good. Um, no combat, maybe. But I did come underneath model file, well, come under model file once. Um, and I say come on, come over with L quotes because um, I was in, oh, what was that? Ah, uh, shoot, I forgot the name of the base. Um, but it was a Air Force base in Northern or Eastern Afghanistan. And while I was there, the base came under attack. And when the base is, the base is as big as a city. So what actually happened is one side of the base came under attack and the entire base went into lockdown. So... So it's, it's like 
you were in the base, but you didn't really feel affected because it was so far away. Well, and I also didn't feel affected because I was on some pain medication because I had just got my wisdom teeth removed. Oh, they can do that in the military. That's so cool. Yes, um, I actually had to get them removed, but unfortunately, I was. This is where the horror story comes in. I was not numbed properly, so I felt everything. Oh my god! Oh no! Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So Wait, here's the thing. It, it, like when you remove your wisdom teeth, aren't you supposed to tell them or something like? I'm not numb properly with your left hand or something, at least that's what my dentist told me. I did. And... They didn't listen. <laughs> they were like, nah, you, they were like, nah, you just feel pressure. And I'm like, no, it's not pressure. Oh, no. I'm so and sorry. So um, by the time my left side wisdom teeth were actually removed, I was actually like, my hands were like physically shaking, like I was about to like pass out properly. Oh. So, and the captain, or whatever rank he was, basically was like, "Oh, fine, we'll take you off. You're being a pussy." And I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> thanks, guys. I'm so glad I'm at him." I think maybe they were trying to say some. I don't know. Painkillers for wounded, maybe I don't know. Uh, I have no idea, but at the same time, like uh, it was a very excruciating experience. So, yeah. Any more horror stories? That was fun. I'm sorry, I'm a bit sadistic. This is okay. Somebody's the psychopath. Psychopath in here. Sorry. Camille, watch out. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. Um, I actually can't think of any other horror stories. Um, for the most part of Afghanistan, like I actually had a decently good time, just because I treated every day like it was a normal day. Hmm. And what's your current <laughs> opinion on Afghanistan right now? I dislike the idea that we pulled out, and this is an if statement. But I just like the idea that we pulled out because if we are going to go back into Afghanistan to take to provide liberation again from the Taliban, I'm going to honest. I have a lot of friends who are very angry at the idea because if we pull out of a country, I think we should stay pulled out of the country because it's going to go back to crap. Gotcha. Um, but there's also 50 years of history with America being in Afghanistan and the Middle East. So that's a thing. I totally forgot this is a casual podcast and not going back to our usual topics. So Camila, you can take it away because <laughs> I will go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> um... Anyway, we talked about hobbies. We talked about your experience in the army. Oh, um, do you happen to play any sports? I used to play golf. Ooh, were you competitive? Like, um, like, um, did you compete or? I was on the varsity team in high school. 
wow, okay, okay, I see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I actually quit playing golf. Um, I dropped off the team because of harassment from my teammates. I see. That's unfortunate. Yes, yeah. bullies, man. You gotta lighten up. But um, I hope you've like um, recovered from the experience because it's it's very hard. I mean, bullies suck. Period. Um, yeah, definitely. One of the sports I try to do now, whenever I have a day off and can actually go do it, which I haven't in weeks, is uh, lobbing. Sorry, could you repeat that? Lobbing, live action role play. That's a oh, sport. That's... Yeah, I'm very surprised. Um, might just be us um, not knowing too much about us being uncultured, uh, as they would say. You so swines. <laughs> How dare you? Yes. Um, So I consider LARPing to be a sport because it's actually just as physical as, say, like, football and stuff. Because you got to remember, it's not just standing in one place and hitting somebody with a sword and walking around. It is running, jumping, sprinting. Um, with a weapon in hand and armor on, it is very high. It is highly intense too. So there's been days where I'll be, I've been out on the field and actually puked. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I've had friends fall to heat exhaustion and things like that as well. So it's always important, you know, like in any sport just to stay hydrated and make sure you're not over exalting yourself that sounds so. like a fun sport yeah is it uh is it expensive though because um, like do you guys have props and all that you need uh you need to afford or uh, how does it work so the most expensive thing i've bought so far is my glaive it is six feet long and weighs about eight pounds and it cost me 95 bucks because I bought it on Etsy. Okay, okay. But I could have probably had somebody here in town make it instead of buying it online. It probably would have been a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like, I spent $50 on leather to make armor. And I'm working on getting that all pieced together. Part of that tinkering thing. So, everything's, you know, it's about as, I would say it's about as expensive as any other spot. I see, I see. And, um, I, I, I really don't want to, like, give your location away or anything, and you could definitely not answer this if you're not. I live in Dubuque, Iowa. Oh, okay. No, I was gonna <laughs> ask if you, uh, if you live in like a uh, a bigger city or like a more a smaller town with like oh. a more close knit community. Um, yeah. <laughs> I live in a bigger city. Um, I, I don't mind giving my location away because those twenty thousand people that live in this city. <laughs> um, and I've done a few driving streams to well people know what city I live in, what car I drive, which was probably my mistake. Might be a mistake. Um, 
and also um what school i go to oh wow okay <laughs> that was the last part was an accident i turned into a parking lot and there was just this big sign that said hey welcome to blank and i'm like well crap <laughs> now you know are you uh, are you still in uh university i'm still in university yes Oh wow. Okay, okay. Uh when are you expecting to graduate? I'm just curious. I expect to graduate in 2023. But I might stay for fifth year and do a minor in computer science. Nice. That's it's a very interesting um field to tap into. And in addition to a bachelor or a associates a bachelor's degree. I also have an associates in applied science and baking and patisserie. Whoa, okay. Okay, dude. That's <laughs> some big brain stuff again right there. Um, did you always like school? Like are you somebody who was studious or uh was it not really a thing? I mean, I I assume it's your thing given like you're very interested in um the subjects that you're studying right now. So long as I'm interested in a subject, it's not too big of a problem for me. Um I've always been a bookworm so reading is just something I do for fun. Mhm. But if I don't like the subject or I'm just not getting the subject, I I find it absolutely painstaking. Ah, uh, I see you. I see you. Um and uh how did you choose your university? I mean, there's a lot of like um pre-university students listening to this. So, uh we're just curious to know how did the YouTuber chose her university? <laughs> uh I chose my university by seeing what the university had. So, for the record, I am transgender. I think that's pretty well known by now. Um or not, I have no idea. Um but for me, I decided to pick a university in my area rather than one out of state or anything like that. Mhm. Because then it would make moving easier. And I also decided to pick a university to which I could make a name for myself by attending the university. Mhm. I see. I see. Strategic thinking. Yes. So I actually ended up at the first or second oldest Catholic college in the United States on the western side of the Mississippi. Okay. And the reason I picked this college is because they have a yearly they have multiple yearly journals that I can enter into mm-hmm. to be published and one of those journals known as the Limestone Review will take its alpha winners, the very best of the students here on campus, and enter that into Delta Epsilon Sigma's writing competition, which is a national writing competition. Wow, okay. Okay. And so if you win th- and so if you win at school, you can win at the called or at national level. And Loras College, the college I go to, has been has had a alpha award winner or a honorable mention for the last 23 years. So, 
that 23-year streak is one of the other influencing reasons as why I decided to go to this college. Okay, before we go on, uh, two questions. Favorite pastry? Favorite pastry? A baklava. I, I don't even know what it is. What is it? Baklava is a puff pastry made from phyllo dough. And it's usually wrapped, it's wrapped up and usually decorated with nuts and syrups. So it's really sweet, but it's also really nutty and healthy toned. Um, you bake it uh, with an egg wash. It's, you, I recommend finding some and trying it, even if it's store bought. Mm. Sounds good. And which country is that from? That is Greek. Oh, Greek pastries. Never had those. Want to have them. Have yeah, them. Greek They're food good. is amazing. Greek food is epic. Yes, except they don't... They, apparently they eat lots of lamb. Oh. oh um. That's unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunately. And favorite book? Alice in Wonderland. Oh my god, okay. Any... Did you uh, did you read the, uh, the actual story, like the actual book? Yes, yes. Okay, respect. A lot of respect. It, it is, it is trippy, it is... <laughs> there are so many things. It has a very interesting aesthetic too, right? It does, it does. So yeah. much so that many people believe that... Um, Wow, I forgot who wrote it. Good for me. Um, but many people believe that Lewis Carroll was like this druggy type guy. And in all actuality, it's like, hey, I want to impress this woman. So I'm going to write this whole, whole story about her little sister um, and stuff. And it's like, wow, that's some dedication right there. Oh, yeah, sounds like it. That sounds like so. Freud. <laughs> I guess since we don't have any other questions, we guess, I guess we'll move on to the next part of the interview, which will be me and Revna playing a game with Camilla, unfortunately not being able to join 